Where are we going? Over the top. It's time to go over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? It is four o'clock on Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's the MT Dubs time. That's right. Yep, it is time to go over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. And I'm so excited because I feel like it's been a long week already. Not like long in a bad way, but just long. Like a lot has happened in three whole days. So I'm excited to share all of my happenings with you guys. Because, you know, I'm taking you home every Wednesday at 4 p.m. from 4 to 6. From your job to your log. I don't know what that meant. I just came up with that. I don't know where it doesn't mean anything. Anyway, it's Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on The Realist, The Real 1100 AM from Atlanta. And of course, if you're an iHeartRadio subscriber, you can listen to us from all around the world. I think, is iHeart all around the world, Greg? Yes. It is. Okay, thanks. I I don't want to be a liar on like international radio. That would be bad, right? Mess up my brand. That 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 wouldn't that wouldn't be good. <laughs> you guys gotta love you gotta love my producer Greg. He's just over enthusiastic about everything. You guys who listen to me every week, you know that he's literally just crashing through the sound booth trying to get in here. I mean, he's just always elated and excited and super happy. I just I, I can't control coffee, him. So I have my coffee. I think you had like ten cups of coffee today, Greg. And and you're smiling. Yes, no. He's like, no, not really. It's just, it's me, isn't it? It's just smiling because of me. Yes. There you go. That's exactly what I needed. It was very believable, by the way. It, anything to make you more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited because we've got an amazing guest in the studio today. We got Mark McLaughlin in the house, singer, songwriter, TV host, talk show host, um, all the way from New York in the house today let me make sure i give a special shout out to everybody coming in on instagram what's going on let's say hey to elix and 477 carol what's going on hey t new 10 what's going on dj in studio how are you one of the top photographers right here in the atl y'all know if you don't know i'm broadcasting right here from midtown are we at midtown or downtown this is midtown West Midtown? West Midtown. West Midtown. Barely West Midtown. We're almost in Buckhead, right? We just crossed the bridge. Right here in West Midtown, Atlanta. And uh, it is absolutely one of the hottest places to be. Atlanta is it. Right, Mark? For sure. For sure. For sure. What's up, Atlanta? What's good? (laughs) It's your boy, Markham K. Markham K. McLaughlin. You already know what it is, right? And I'm super, super excited to have Mark in here because Mark got his start in radio. So he is going to bring all of the New York uh-huh. funk and madness. Do people still say funk? No, it's no. not a thing, is it? <laughs> God dang it. I just showed my age again. It's funny because I walk around looking like this young. Right? Now you look young, you're good. You're and then good. I say things like, you jive, turkey, you. All right, now we're going to have to fix that. We're going to have to fix that. <laughs> What's going on, Rob Nacho, 47? Anyway, so yeah, we're going to have a blast with him today because he's got uh, a lot of amazing things to talk about. To talk about, And he's actually here 
because he's being recognized at an event tomorrow night. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the Friars Club. Of course, y'all know we got senseless shenanigans that we do every single week. Oh, yeah. He's looking at me like, what? Senseless shenanigans? Yeah. <laughs> Five o'clock, we talk about the senseless things that Americans do. Um, and then, of course, you know, it's the Ask Michelle, it's Ask Michelle segment. I'm tripping over my own words here. 404-603-8770. You can always dial right in to The Real 1100 and talk to me, Michelle Taylor-Willis, at 530. And you can talk to my guests. So you can ask any question you want. You can ask Mark any we question. We're here. We're here. You can ask me any question. It's crazy. My mom called in about three weeks ago. Mm. Wow. How was that like? Yeah, I was like, and I knew it was her. <laughs> like, so she, she didn't, sneak called? She sneak she, called? I, no, I, I didn't even know my mom listened to the show, wow, Mark. Wow, that's love, though. That's love. We opened the phone lines up at 5.30, and I heard this, hello. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's my mom. I'm like, hey, mom. What's up? <laughs> and then, of course, we couldn't get rid of her, right? Because mm. like, my baby's on radio. That's, that's right. Yeah, and so... Uh, we literally had to, I think, kind of cut her off, didn't we, Mark? <laughs> I mean, didn't we, <laughs> Greg? We had to kind of like, okay, Mom, it's time to go. Yeah, so we just never know who's going to come on. But I'm happy that we got you today because we got New York representing. And let me tell you something. New York is my, literally, it's my favorite city in the United States. Not my favorite city in the world, but the United States, it's New York. That's what's up. Well, you know, hey, we love we love everybody. Well, I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if New York loves. Yeah, 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 yeah everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another. That's another discussion. That's another. You know, New Yorkers come from New York and uh-huh. then trip about being down south. Like you know, y'all could have stayed up north, right? Like you don't have to come down here. You know. I, we got a lot to talk about. Right. I'm just saying, I mean, like, I don't mean to dive in. And, and guys, listen, we're going to have a, a very spirited discussion. I mean, like I said, Mark is amazing. He's got amazing things going on. I want you guys to learn all about his history and where he is and what he's done and the huge strides he has made. And he wears cool marble-like glasses with gold Vs on them. Yeah, that's what he's got. If you're if you're listening on, uh, if you're watching on Instagram and you're not listening on April 1100 AM, I'm just going to turn this around so you guys can see there he is now people are gonna be like yeah the cool glasses but yeah as much as i love new york i'm telling y'all y'all come like and then complain oh y'all so slow down here why is everybody so nice why is everybody talking to me why does and i'm like what why didn't you just stay you're behind in new york if this is what it is i mean i'm gonna be politically correct because i gotta go back to new york okay all right all right yeah so just now but i'll tell the truth listen we got what two hours i'm gonna tell the truth i'll keep it real as i always do so it is what it is you know okay so here's what i want to find out and especially the people who are listening or watching on instagram i want to know to all the new yorkers and if you're if you're listening on 1100 and you're driving home right now when you call in 5 30 to the ask michelle segment at 404-603-8770 i want somebody to tell me what part of new york mark is from like which borough Uh. there's five boroughs right well, listen. If I if I put it out there, uh, let them guess. Let Are you gonna let them guess? Yeah, <laughs> but they just gotta guess one of obviously one of the mm-hmm. five boroughs. But mm-hmm. I want to get I want people to see if they can guess because I know a lot of New Yorkers listen to my show, mm-hmm. and so you can tell right from the accent kind of where somebody's from, what borough. You can, you can, you can, you can. You, you hear an accent? What? <laughs> Just a little one, just a tiny a little, little baby accent. Yeah. So I want to know what do y'all, what borough do y'all think he is from? I have my own guess, but I kind of cheated because I, I kind of know exactly where he's from. 
But it's mm-hmm. the accent, yeah. The New York, actually, the whole northeastern quadrant uh-huh. of the United States, those accents are sick. Like a Philly accent, a Boston accent, the New York accent, the Jersey accent. Oh, man, Jersey, Boston. Boston is crazy. Are you getting the in car, the car? The car. Where's the baby doll? Is the baby doll in the car? Who's cleaning you know? the car? <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Oh my you gosh, I made Greg laugh. My producer's laughing. Look at that. You know? It's like history in the making. Oh, all right. That's what's up. I don't know if he's ever. Well, he laughs at me because I'm hilarious. That's but. what happens when New York is in the building. You heard? That <laughs> 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 Yes, that's exactly what happens. But yeah, so we're going to guess where you're from. For sure. And I want to know, and I want to talk about it now, Uh make them wait for it. Mm -hmm. But this Friars Club event that's coming up in May. It's (gasps) a private society. Oh, we access trust. I'm so so excited about it. I can't wait. It's history in the making, though. You know, there's not a lot of people that look like us. But I'm 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 up in there to disrupt it, change the narrative. All of that? Create a lot of change. Already have, baby. Already have. We're going to talk about it, though. Wait a minute. I feel like I hear, like, a little Caribbean in you, too. Oh, see, now, see, now we're going to go there. Yeah, because you, yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> telling you this. Relax, it's up and down. Easy, you know. Didn't I say it? Yo, yo. Didn't easy, I say easy, it? Easy, yo, woman. Easy, okay. you know. <laughs> hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Jamaican. My pops is Jamaican. My mom is Guyanese. Oh know? my goodness! You know so, but I was here. You know, I was born in the in the, in the states. So I know, know, but you grew yeah. up around both of those oh, accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where all of this is like. Yeah, 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 yeah. So jump on, and all my brothers and sisters, aside from me and my twin, who were born in the states. You got a twin? Yeah, I got a twin. We're fraternal, but uh, I'm the last, the last of nine kids, and all my brothers and sisters were were, were born in London. So yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. not in your bio. And you just went, like, it's a, 13 I levels I try deep. to keep my bio bound the industry media, not my personal bio. No, Come but on. we love your personal stuff because that's what makes I'm you I'm sharing you. that with you, you know. And all the people who are listening. Oh, so, you know, there is that. Big facts. You know, millions and millions of people listen to Really 1100 AM every Wednesday at 4 o'clock. And then iHeart. I mean, I can't even mm. count how many people on iHeart listening right now to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you say here, yeah, sure. It's just between you and me, friend. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Now, that's New York talk. Big facts. Big facts. People still say that? <laughs> of course. Okay. Of course. So, Jamaican. Jamaican, Guyanese, Guyanese. And London. And London. London, England. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we got to really dive into this. But I heard yep. it. When you started talking, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, so can you cook, like, Jamaican food? Yeah, I mean, you know, the jerk chicken and, you know. Oxtail for Mick, you know. No. <laughs> now you're just trying to what prove a point. Now you're just trying to prove a point. It's could be fishing out or something there, you know? Oh what do you mean? Okay, so you can cook. Yeah. Mm, why didn't you bring something to the studio today? I feel like well, it's selfish, Mark. Oh, I, I, I was, my, my apology. Super my selfish. Apologies. I, I, you know, my hospital, my apologies. I'm yeah, sorry. see, you can't I'm even sorry. fix it. I'm sorry. You can't even fix it. You the, think, well, what you could have done mm-hmm. to make up for it. What's up, Real Tall Xavier? Hey, broken your pose. How's it going? Um, to make up for it, I feel like you could come up with a song mm-hmm. for Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis while you're here. You oh. got two hours. Oh, okay. So you can come up with a song mm. and uh, you can leave us with it. And that's how you make up for not bringing me any jerk chicken with rice and peas, cabbage, <laughs> and plantains. She said the plantains. Wow. All right. Just no extra 
No extra jerk sauce. No extra curry. Oh, no. Sauce. I want you know, extra jerk sauce. No, no. Yes, we don't yes, get, you yes. Know, you know, what? Wait a minute. No why extra curry you sauce. people always tripping all the... No extra curry. It's like, I'm like, I'll pay for it. And don't <laughs> tell me if it's me. If it's just me, Real 1100 AM listeners right here on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Is it just me, Instagram, Facebook, or whenever you ask for extra sauce at the Jamaican restaurant, they look at you like, like I committed some kind of sin. That's a compliment. Ask me. Okay, uh, can I get extra sauce with the... I mean, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, great. That's, that's the rule. Like, they, whatever you ask for, they don't have it. I mean, I have that. <laughs> I'm like, it's the, the ultimate, like, supply and demand rule, right? I mean, what's so hard about giving... And then when they do give it, it's like they're scraping the corner. <laughs> You're scraping the corner of the big silver thing to find me a tablespoon of jerk sauce. I mean, like, You're seriously? asking for a lot, Michelle. Is that right? I mean, I have that. <laughs> I'm patronizing your restaurant. I'm telling you, I'm going to pay more. I'll pay more. What? How much extra is it? Whatever it is, I got you. Listen, if you give away all the gravy, you're not going to have nothing to, you know, to give to you know the people that actually order a curry you know, meal. You know what I'm saying? I'm you ordering want... a curry meal. No, but you know, you have meal. some people that want jerk. You can't. Look, some people want the curry on, on a jerk meal or the curry on a, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you know, rationalize. Y'all are rationing the sauce. Right, exactly. Yes. T New T Ten says extra anything. Right. Yeah. Extra anything. Yeah. No. Y'all won't get extra. There's a fee for that. I'm happy to pay it. I'm like, look, two dollars for extra gravy. I'll pay for it, and they still. I mean, it's like, you know, clanking pots and stuff. Mad because I'm like, I just don't understand what's the what's the. Yeah, so you have to clear clue us in. To, is there a nice way? Like, what would make it easy for us to get extra sauce? Leave a tip. <laughs> we leave in that little glass jar. Yeah, you know they all. Come on. <laughs> so I gotta go back to New York. Don't get me in no trouble, Michelle. Don't get me in no <laughs> trouble. I gotta go back to New York. <laughs> all right. In that little glass jar, like tips. You and know you know, and that's another thing too. In Jamaican restaurants. Uh-huh. They don't, it's not a friendly tip. Like, in, you know, in other places, wherever you leave tip, it's like tips and they have a little smiley face or little hearts next to it. Like, oh, feel good about leaving a tip. But in Jamaican restaurants, it's like tips, lowercase t. Wow. Wow. <laughs> lowercase t. Don't do us I like that. I'm just saying. Don't like, do us like that. Listen, we have some friendly restaurants. If come I on, can't dude, get on, extra sauce. You could get actually come with me. I, I listen. I got you. You know, come to the, come to the places I go to. That's the is that the yeah, trick? Yeah, you know, you, yeah, the place you like. If you if you if you're not a regular, I don't think they're gonna treat you like a regular, right? So yeah, you know, like go to the place. I gotta take somebody Jamaican with me. That's the trick. Well, it helps. I'm not saying that's the end all be all, but it definitely helps when they say, "Oh, I'm a good friend. Yeah, yo, give me a, give me an extra gravy. You know, yeah, man, no problem. Yeah, go on, go on, so what? You know, Wagwan. <laughs> Is that that's something, isn't it? I mean, I've got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now he just got jokes about everything. Anytime I ask him, uh-huh. that's what he's gonna say. Instead of like most people, I plead the fifth. Uh-huh. That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> Me not have that. Is that it? Me not have that. Me not have that. Me not have that. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I can't pronounce the T's on the end, right? I gotta. You can pronounce it. Me not have that. That. No. Me not have that. No? Yeah, like ting on, you know? Like ting. Yeah. yeah like yeah. ring-a-ling-a-ling. Oh, Is school that right? Bell-a-ring. School bell-a-ring. Yeah, okay. Like oh, we got... Listen, we're painting songs already. Look at that. Oh, maybe you can make 
Can you create a song in like in a Jamaican accent for me? Yeah, listen, I'm a songwriter, so like I've done songs with Jada Kiss, Jim Jones. I've done songs with Snoop Dogg, yep. Little Mama, but I've also done songs with Shaggy too. I saw you know that. I'm saying like I, you know, Sean Paul is in one of my videos. You know, what I'm saying don't feel lost. And when I'm like, yo, I'm a writer first, so you know, like I adapt. I, you know, from hip hop, R&B, jazz, soul, you know, Caribbean music. It is what it is. You heard. <laughs> there he is. See, I just had to open him up. You see, once he, once I said that Jamaican, he was like, "Oh, this is the kind of interview it's gonna be." Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're getting into all of it. Uh huh. Yeah, all of it. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's ready too. Yeah, I wish y'all could see him. My 1100 AM listeners, he's got. I'm gonna describe him to you real quick before we go to break. So I already told you about the amazing glasses he have. Uh, he has on like the marble black, mar- marble like black and white glasses with a like Valentino V in the center of them that's all gold and then he's got on like the zip up jacket with all the zippers and then he's got the big gold chain coming down and then he's got the what do you call that pattern houndstooth houndstooth that's right yeah he's got the houndstooth shirt on let me check out the shoes wait wait oh I can't see they are they combat boots or some kind of boots down there boot oh yeah of course so the boots met the jacket Jerome why didn't you tell me your dad had a mushroom jacket to match his mushroom belt? What oh, movie? I don't know. <gasps> what is that again? What, Greg? Boomerang. Uh, Boomerang. It's been a while since I watched that Oh, one. my gosh. All right. Yeah, we got to go to break on this. You got to get some education. <laughs> How do you not know one of the best movies ever with who's, Eddie who's Murphy? Yeah, Eddie Eddie Murphy, Murphy. Right, right. Eddie Murphy. Right, 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 right. I, I got it. I got it. No I more, no more of these young it. kids in I the studio. It. I got it. I got it. I can't it. do it. We can't do I it. I got it. We good. Oh. I remember it. I remember it. We'll see how well you do. All right, guys. We got to take a quick break. You're listening to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis on The Real, 1100 AM. Guys, don't touch the dial. We're going to come back and make some beautiful music with my guest, Marky MK. Guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Michelle. Michelle. What's going on, guys? We are back. Well, we didn't leave. You left us, basically. And now you're back, I should say. No, actually, it's we're back. <laughs> we're back. It's the according. It's not. It's the Over the Top Show with Michelle Taylor Willis. You guys know every, I do this every week because I get the shows confused. You know I have According to Michelle on TV. You're busy. And I got Over the Top Radio on radio and so it is a constant struggle y'all you're don't know busy. my life you're busy you're busy it's having right. to keep up with like and now we've got black is the new green shout out to radivision radivision is the entrepreneurs network radivision.com uh, black is the new green is a new show that was launched and up. they uh, brought yours truly on board to host a show and we interview black founders black entrepreneurs um in the startup space mm. Who, and investors, actually, too. Congratulations and Thank on that. you. Yeah, thank you very sure. much. And, um, yeah, we basically talk about how they got started. We promote their products. And our goal is to get them funded, help mm. get them funded, get the word out. And so we just did our second show today, and it was great. And um, and so I'm excited to see where Black Black is the New Green is going. Isn't that title I dope? like that. Yeah, Black is the New Green. Black is the New Green. We money, baby. We are money. We money. I mean, we one point. So $1.8 trillion that we control, uh-huh. and we don't control it at all? No, we good money. 
we good, need, good we need, money. We need to be better money, right? And could start controlling it. That's Listen, a, that's a whole nother show. Black owners in the NFL. That's all a whole right. nother show. All right. Listen, we need to we need to, we need to be better money. That's what more ownership, more yeah, you know, more ownership. Owning our masters in the music industry, all that, everything. So I'm glad you mentioned that. I want to talk about mm-hmm. that too because that is one of the things we talk about a lot is this ownership piece. Like no matter what industry you're in, right. how important it is to own your craft. And for those of you guys who are just coming in, it's real 1100 AM radio over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. I am your drive time entertainment every Wednesday from 4 PM to 6 PM right here. And we've got Mark MK in the house. Mark is a nationally recognized singer, songwriter, collaborator, 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 uh, talk show host, just got inducted into the Friars club and he's got a big event coming up. He's being recognized in Atlanta, tomorrow night so we literally have royalty in the house so we got all kinds of things that we can talk to him about but i do want to talk about this ownership piece since you mentioned it because i talk a lot about this entrepreneurial revolution Mm -hmm. that we're in um and it's not just about you know when when you used to say entrepreneur it used to be almost synonymous with like business like general business Right, right? right, right but now entrepreneur entrepreneurialism uh, entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. I don't know why I can't say that word. Entrepreneurship. I need your Jamaican accent to help yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's really about any industry. Right. You can be an entrepreneur in any freaking industry. But I love what entertainers and creators mm. and how you guys are now creating businesses out of your craft. Talk to me a little bit you about that. You know, it's funny that you say that. And I, I like that you brought that up too. What I like to tell a lot of um, up and coming artists, right? Because I'm the young OG out here. I've been in the game for a while. You know what I'm saying? But what I tell The young OG. That's yeah, like yeah, a double young, entendre, yeah, yeah. right? Come on, <laughs> you know, we keep it young, baby. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I run this by them all the time, right? This is what I say. Music is the vehicle. And that vehicle be a, you know, could be a bus. And we all know a bus makes bus stops, right? Yep. So if music is the vehicle, if, it, if music is that bus, that at every bus stop, you got to generate some kind of music whether it be some syncing and licensing, whether it be you, you know, featuring on somebody else's project or producing or like whatever it is at every bus stop, you have to create some kind of business with that, with that music. Get that back. You can't rely on just music anymore because streaming ain't paying like how record sales used to pay. So me, what I did, I could only tell you from, you know, and there's a lot of people that are in the same lane, too. You know what I'm saying? But what I did, I took my music and I partnered up with brands like Belvedere Vodka got a check mm. i partnered with, i partnered with the colon cancer foundation my brother he passed away from colon cancer but i made it my my duty to keep his name alive join the colon cancer foundation be an ambassador for them and and you know we did great things and again my music got into the forefront with them and their community you know what i'm saying so i got new 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 you know listeners and all new shows and all that kind of stuff and then i did target i just re- i did i just recently did tar- like target retail they license and sync my song, you know, Why Not Us, for their commercials. I didn't rely on just Spotify. I didn't rely on just, you know, people just buying my record. I went out there and got to the business. So the music is the vehicle, and that vehicle being a bus has to make bus stops. And every bus stop, you got to make some business happen. You heard? Well, I lo- I, yeah, I heard. I did oh, heard. I, I, right, I absolutely I right. okay. heard. Right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> 
So, Mark, I love what you said about this, though, because really, and this always when the non-traditional approaches mm-hmm. to making money or doing business mm-hmm. win. Like thinking outside of the box, it's the red versus blue ocean approach. Are you familiar with that book, The Red Ocean and the I Blue Ocean? I haven't read it. I haven't read it. So this is Tobin. All of everybody listening on 1100 AM, uh, iHeart, Facebook, Instagram, here's a, a book that you should absolutely read. It's called uh, Red Ocean, Blue Ocean. And it basically talks about the different markets. The Red Ocean is red and bloody because everybody is there competing, clawing for their space that's crowded. Mm -hmm. The Blue Ocean is beautiful because nobody's there. Nobody's operating in that space. Mm -hmm. And so really what the book challenges you to do is operate in the Blue Ocean. Like what can you do? doesn't mean you change your business, maybe you change your business model. How do you get outside of the red ocean and operate and do business or life differently in the in the blue ocean? I like that. You know, it's kind of like you saying the red people get comfortable in the red ocean. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you got to like get yourself, you got to make yourself get in an environment where you're not so comfortable anymore. So you like like we all have basic instincts. You know, I like, love that movie. Like, yeah. Do you know that movie? Yeah, I do know that Cause movie. Because you didn't know Boomerang. I friend. do know that movie. And What's Sharon Stone? Oh, how do you know Sharon Stone? On, and you I, don't know. On, oh, I know why you know. Okay. Relax, relax. I <laughs> remember now why you like basic Listen, instinct. The, I get it. This is I PG, right? This is PG, right? It's, it's PG. PG. I mean, iHeartRadio. It's it's R if you as long as you don't say it. You can't I call heart, it R. iHeartRadio. I heart. Y'all play my music all the time. I keep it family oriented. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, but you know, it's like when you forced when your back is forced against the wall, you're gonna go, you know, forward, you know. So I like the fact that you know that book is talking about, you know, getting out of that comfort zone, right? And I think a lot of people get too comfortable and they like, oh, just buy my single, oh, support me, not support yourself. Mm. Go out there and get that bag. There's a lot of there's a lot of money out there. You know what I'm saying? I got myself. I, I'll tell you this. The minute I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm, I'm leaving the room. The room. That's exactly and, right. And that's and you could find yourself in a lot of places to make it, you know, a lot of success doing exactly that, you know? Absolutely. And I think that that's the thing. Well, clearly that's one of the things that's made you not just successful but significant in this space, right? Because you don't rely on anybody to stroke the check. Well, you know, when you're absolutely right. And we're talking about masters, right? When I used to work for Hot 97, I, I left Hot 97 because DJ Envy and all the DJs, just they started playing my music on Hot 97. I said, they're going to fire me because I'm here doing work and I'm on the radio. I'm like, I got to get out of it, you know, because, you know, work policy. You know, right. you, you know, I, I, I snuck in through the back door. Right. So I left them like, all. Wait, on. doesn't that dude, doesn't he work here? He works for power now. He used to work for hot. Come on, like you go. Don't you listen? Listen, I'm taking you way back. He used to before he was at power. He was at hot, pulling up in the Lambos and all. You know, but yeah, he was. Yeah, he envy was pulling up in all the excited cars right in front of the building. It wasn't a game. I remember that. You know, yeah. Way back. Shout out to DJ yeah, Envy. Yeah, shout out to him. He plays my music still. But uh, you know, one of the things I had to deal with Universal. I left Hot 97, got a deal with Universal, and I didn't realize that um, it was a it was an imprint under Universal. I'm not gonna call out the imprint name, but you know it was, it was an imprint under Universal. And I signed, you know, I was happy for the deal. I made one of the, those mistakes that you hear in the industry mm. that you don't have somebody look over the contract. But and then when I finally did, and I had already signed it though, 
It was like, yo, Mark, you just signed off 50% of your publishing. Wow. And I said, what? So I gave the label back all their money and got out of the deal. And I've been independent ever since. Wait a minute. Really? Yeah, because there was a, there was, the lawyer finagled something. So record labels, this was back then. I don't know how it is now because I don't really, you know, but back then at the time when I was uh, with this, you know, imprint on the Universal, if you're not a publishing company, you can't, you can't be a record label and publishing company at the same time. The record okay. label tried to do both. Okay. So, and, you know, the lawyer was able to finagle it and we got, gave them back the money and got out of the deal. You know, so. Wow. But I've been independent ever since, you know, and and, I, and it was a it's, lesson it's, learned. It's, it's weird, though. Is that able, are you able to do that? I didn't know you could do that. Like, once the deal is done, the deal is done. You like, can always get out of, out of a deal once, you know, it's, it's, it's up to the label to do it. Got you. You know? You know, it's up to the label. Now it was it was an imprint under Universal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the label, the the lawyer made it happen, we got out of it. And and it was it was a strategic move move too, because as soon as I got out of that deal, I got my first biggest placement, which was um composing music for the movie Bring It On, Fights in the Finish, starring right. Christina Milian. I didn't have to give the label that check. Right. It's funny though how things like again when you're moving in the direction you're operating in the space the wind is at your back right when you right. as you need to things literally start falling into place right. not saying it's not still hard but you literally you can see almost the stars aligning mm-hmm. and you know you're moving in the right direction because stuff just kind of starts popping right facts you know the stars did align as soon as i got out of out of that situation is that and, which is crazy right yeah. like like you know like because i'm sure you had some trepidation about doing that right like okay i'm gonna get out but now what i did <laughs> i did i did and god brought the the biggest placement at the time at that current time universal pictures christina christina million bring it on biggest check i mean we're in the theaters abc's playing it after it left the movie theaters it's on tv i still get checks from bmi from it to this day and you and it's yours and it's mine it's and, I don't, yours. and i don't have to Dang. share it with any late but and now imagine if i was with that imprint on the universal i'd have had to give them 50 percent of all That's revenue <laughs> so owning your masses owning like self-ownership is really important you know what i'm saying that's really important gosh okay so let's let's backtrack for a little bit i mean this is I just think it's so key because we have so many creators and business owners and everybody that listens here on Real 1100 AM, uh-huh. on iHeartRadio, on you know Facebook, Instagram, and they, that follow. And they'll Team Replay is huge, right? So people mm-hmm. will come back and listen to this. Yeah. Um, and so the gym that you're dropping and this knowledge and insight is going to prove to be very beneficial right. for somebody listening. So I'd, I want to come back to that. But let me, let me go back a little bit because, to your point, you started – in radio, right? right? Like you, this is right. This is your home where we are right now, right? Yeah. I mean, how did you even get in that, get your foot in that door? Um, great question. You know, relationships are everything. I knew somebody that worked at Kiss FM, which was the sister station for Hot 97 at the time. And they had a mailroom position opening. And she told me, Mark, apply for it. And I applied for it and went up there with my charis- you know, charismatic self. Got the, j- and got the job. me don't have that. I don't yeah. know. What they ain't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> they, say, they ain't tell me that. <laughs> they was like, you're hired. Right? So, I, so I went up in there and I disrupted. I did my thing. You know what I'm saying? As we, like, like, like black is the new green. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. So we went up there and we did what we, was, you know, what we do. 
you know, we we win, you know, and I was proactive. I took the initiative. But here's the thing, too. I started off in the mailroom, but I left out as the continuity director. I left out as the board operator. I left out as, you know, I was I was I was singing and creating jingles for the morning show on Hot 97. I didn't I didn't I didn't just I ain't I just start it there and end there right nah, right right black is the new green i took it <laughs> over you know i left it and i walked out with them playing my music in the building because you know what i'm saying so so how did you okay i want you to walk me because people sometimes need specific ways to do this yeah. right so you're in the mail room mm-hmm. and do you say to yourself okay by the time i'm done at the station i want to have done this or been here or worked in all these departments because did you know you were going to be like a recording star or a, a major composer or i mean is, is that what was on the horizon for you or were you just kind of working i love these questions i'll tell you <laughs> you're this, welcome you know yeah, i interview people yeah, for a living yeah, so. yeah, yeah i know, I know <laughs> you do it well you do it well um i tell you this i knew that me being the mail in the mail room i had i had access to every single mm. body and I how knew old were that you going then? in um, I must have been like about twenty three. Okay, all right. I knew I knew going in I had access to everybody, from Flex to Angie, who 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 was there at the time, to all the program directors, everybody because the mail guy has to deliver their mail. Right. right. So I knew oh, I had access. Yeah. So I would make friends with everybody. I mean, I was I was like coordinating Mr. C's Mr. C's uh New Year's Eve parties in Jersey and I made friends wow. with everybody. Wow. So and and I, and I'll say this too, you know, like again, c- coming from the young OG, when when people like you, when people like you, p- people people uh they will sep- make ways for you, and they separate from their money too for you too. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, once they like you, that's the first thing that you know what I'm saying. They like you. They like the person that you are, and they see that you you're energetic. You, you got drive, and you you know you. There's a time and place to be cocky. That you could be confident. You know what I'm saying? But um. Once they like you, it's a wrap. And that's how you really know, right? Because, I mean, next to people's kids, their money is the most important thing. If you make somebody like you, you would get them. You could get them to part ways with their money. I mean, I tell you, a lot of investors and a lot of these brands, they don't need you. But if they like you, I mean, of course, they look at the numbers now. Right. But there's a whole bunch of people with numbers. So they got to like you on top of the numbers, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So once they like you. So you go in, and like you said, with your charisma, your charm. That black your, magic. All of that black magic, right? You know that, right? And you make all these connections. Mm-hmm. And so then do you say, hey, this is what I want to do. Can you help me? Or do, does somebody just say, yo, does Flex say one day, yo, look, I want you to you know, operate the board. Yo, I want you to, like, w- what happened to, to propel you all the way to you know, where you're writing jingles for the top one of the top morning shows in the country. It's a mixture of both. You know, it's a mixture of you being proactive and closed mouths don't get fed. So, Facts. you know, so sometimes you got to go out there and, and make it be known. Right. But sometimes people see that drive and see your energy and whatnot and they see that 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 pure being in you and they're like, yo, let me mm. let me see what I could do. Yeah. Because that's happened. When I became a board operator, that was somebody that said, hey, you want to run the board? They just, you know, straight up. I was like, huh? All right, you're going to run the I didn't even get a chance to finish it. You're going to run the board. <laughs> you remember that moment. Yeah, because cause, cause it was just like, wow, he didn't even have to do that. But I knew why he was doing that because he saw this young kid running. He saw this young kid running and I had the energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have the energy. Excuse me. I'm yeah, a man had, with, I'm he's a man, old now. I'm a man with the energy. He's what? old now. Listen, he had the men energy. I, men, I have that. <laughs> 
with a bat. <laughs> with that, with <laughs> you that, put that G on the end. Right. <laughs> you put the G on the end. I see you. I see you. No, but uh, you know, no, he saw he saw the the the, the kid running and whatnot, so he gave me a shot. And then, so you go to board operator. Board operator. I'm, you know, playing music and scheduling, you know, the commercials and whatnot. And then I went on to start doing jingles and whatnot. And then they had the Who's Next thing for Hot 97. And that's when I started performing with the Music Soul Childs, the Fat Joes, the John Lett. They put They put me on Front Street. They, they really supported me. So why do you think that is? Were you just that amazing? I mean, you can't say me don't have that. I was going to say, can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I like to sound it's too cocky. Not to, to sound too cocky. Listen, sometimes you just got to own up to what you have and know what it is and know when to share it and know who to share it with. Right. And then, and again, too, I think, like we said earlier, the stars align, right? So once you start yeah. moving in a place when you know where you know you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. It's just like it starts dropping. Right. And once you have God in your life, too, I pray every morning and every night. So I know God got my back. So I'm, you know, the confidence is like, I can't lose with God. Yeah. It's just like the Bible verse, right? With God, if God is for us, who can be against us? Right. Look at you. See, now we're about to start preaching up in here. We have that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I want you to start preaching in that Jamaican slash Guyanese (laughs) accent, all of that. So so then, so at the time when you're at Hot 97, Mm -hmm. Is that when, I think you said this before, forgive me for for, for not remembering, mm-hmm. where you got signed under the imprint with Universal? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the same time. At the same time. And so what, how did that manifest? Um, there was, I had a lot of support and um, there was, you know, I had this song called um, Girl, I Gotta Go and it got on some mixtapes and... Mixtape. New York and the mixtapes. Mixtapes. Yeah. It, started, it got right? on some mixtapes and whatnot and... Um, Sing it. How did that song go? Girl, I gotta go. Yeah. All right. Listen, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it got on. Got on some. You know, it made its rounds on mixtapes and whatnot. Label caught. You know, the, the imprint caught on, onto it, and uh, you know, we made a deal happen. You know, but I mean, it's like I tell you, Michelle. This life. This life. And any independent artist out there all the successful independent artists they could um relate to this it's a roller coaster ride mm. yeah know? it's a roller coaster ride. it yeah. has its ups and downs you know what i'm saying i was just having this discussion so i'm gonna throw a name out there to you mm-hmm. and you're i'm sure you're gonna know what this name is because you just mentioned um one of the people with whom we worked heavily and we're actually gonna play a couple of both of their songs here um at some point during the broadcast today mm-hmm. but carvin Hagen's. Okay. You know who that is. Yeah, okay. Right. So I just was having this discussion with him mm-hmm. about the differences now, right? About from being a slave to uh, a label mm-hmm. or being independent. And, you know, just talking about what the differences are now as opposed to, and so many artists being independent. Mm-hmm. And then the streaming, to your point, like streaming, you can't, it's so hard to make so money, streaming, and all the challenges now that affect the independent artists because so many people are really um, bought into the fact that this ownership piece is so important. And one of the things that we I said to him was, you know, I think people, when they hear ownership, they think 100%, right? Even in just in non-industry, non-entertainment. And ownership doesn't have to mean you own all of it, but you got you to own some of it, right? You know, you, you brought up a really important part, you know, Everybody's screaming ownership. I want my masters. I'm like, all right, you got your masters. Now what? 
<laughs> who's, who's your partner to get the song up? Where's the marketing money coming from? Right. So, like, you have to think like that. Like, okay, you got all 100% of your works, but now it's just sitting in your, it's sitting on Spotify collecting right. dust. Right. It's sitting on Apple. There's no marketing behind it. There's no real, you know, like, PR behind it. You know what are you what are you doing? You just right. you just you just in the you know you, what's that? A barrel full of crabs. So Ooh. you so you gotta you gotta get your business up. Five percent of something is better than five percent of nothing. Now you you talking about artists that gave away all their masters, right? That's a huge big mistake. Right. But if you I'm listen, I would sh- I would share the pie for the right price as right. long as I know that. You know, it's going to take me to where I got to go. Because me sitting on 100% of it on my own, unless I have, you know, a quarter million dollars of my own money to put behind it. And it's not even just about the money because a lot of people don't even want to take that kind of money because they don't know where that money's coming from. So right. sometimes you need a business kind of machine behind you, right? you know, to, to get forward, you know. And I, hang on to that uh, that thought. We got to take a quick break here mm-hmm. on Really 1100 AM over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. We got Mark MK in the house. He is dropping all kinds of gems and wisdom and knowledge. That's why I love, I call this show Over the Top because everybody I'm bringing you is over the top so that you, Real 1100 AM, iHeart, Facebook, Instagram, at Michelle Taylor Willis, can too be over the top. Guys, don't touch anything, I promise you. We'll be right back at 5 o'clock with Senseless Shenanigans. Michelle. Michelle. Welcome back to Over the Top with the one, the only, Michelle Taylor Willis. And for those of y'all who are still just getting to know me, because, you know, the show is only maybe just a couple months old on this state station, Real 1100 AM. You got to say all three names. It's Michelle Taylor Willis. I don't mean to be picky about that, but, like, that's my brand. Remember, we had our guy on last week, uh, Luke Fedlam, talking about the importance of your name, and your likeness, right, and your image. And he was talking specifically about athletes and student athletes um, and sports figures. But, you know, he was like, this This crosses all industries, right? When you have a brand, you're, you own your brand, you own your name, you know, own your image, your likeness, just like we were talking about when we went to break, Mark. And so whatever it is, that's what it is. You got to own it. You got to walk in it. All right. And so it's Michelle Taylor Willis. And Michelle. it's hilarious. Yeah, go ahead. You want to say it just to get it? Michelle Taylor Willis. Yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, friends from the Northeast Quadrant again. Uh-huh. It's, they never say Michelle Taylor Willis. It's Michelle Teller Willis. <laughs> they Did say I get Taylor. it right? I no, it's Taylor, fine. Right? I, got it right. I don't care. Michelle as long Taylor. as you say all three, it's fine. No, because you don't you know, have to. Listen, my last name is McLaughlin. I done heard McLaughlin, McLaughlin all sorts of, they jack it up all the time. So I understand where you're It's McLaughlin, from. right? McLaughlin, Okay, yep. yeah, I just want to make sure I said mm-hmm. it right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Michelle Taylor Willis, it is all three names. And so it's funny because sometimes when I deal with people in informal settings, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, yeah, you know, Michelle Taylor Willis. I'm like, you can just say Michelle Willis is fine. So, mm. you know, but for forward-facing all three names, right, it right, really right. does. It matters. It's your brand. Because you're Mark M.K. Mark M.K., but um, I, when I do inspirational music, not, you know, like, I add on the, the McLaughlin part. Yeah, oh, you know, does that I, make so, it? Because I do, I do a lot of works with, corp, you know, corporations and whatnot that like that clean stuff and whatnot. So I add on the McLaughlin so it, there's a little, 
you know, I guess it sounds Does it good. sound, you, yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I, I don't even want to say it, but you get it, though. It sounds more godly. McLaughlin. Well, no, well. Okay. <laughs> now, when I say inspiration. Maybe no, this is going to be our senseless shenanigans for the, no, I'm just joking. No, no, no. No, when, no, when no I'm I kidding. Inspir- I, like, like, I got, like, songs like Don't Feel Lost. Which I did for um, mental health awareness. Okay. I got a song called Why Not Us, which is about, you know, inclusion for all, you know, people from, you know, all walks of life and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm performing these songs for like, you know, organizations like let's let's say like Northwell, like I have a partner, new partnership with them. Northwell, they'll probably add which is on, a be- um, I mean a hospital up in New York. Right? Yeah, Northwell. Yeah, but, well, there's there's several hospitals in um, New York under Northwell. Northwell is like an gotcha. umbrella, right? So. They'll probably add on the McLaughlin because it sounds to their, to, it sounds professional to their clientele. Whereas Mark M. K., you know, when I'm doing songs with, you know, you know, Shaggy, Shaggy or Jim Jones and those guys, right. it's like, yo, M. K., you know what I'm saying? But yeah, the Colon Cancer Foundation, they <laughs> said M. K. Uh, and you know, now, like, welcome to the, the stage, F- Mark M. K. Yeah, but if you say Mark <laughs> M. K. McLaughlin, all right, you know what I'm saying? That sounds more up there. So we, so you kind of have all three names too, Mark M. K. McLaughlin. I I, I'm now starting to brand more with that last name because I'm doing a lot of corporate corporation right. work. You know what I'm saying? Because so you're owning your you're owning your your your. I have all my. I don't listen. When I got the check from Target Retail, when they used my song, why not us? You know, for their commercials, why not us? In the, in the Intel use, I didn't have to split that check with anybody, and that check was pretty. You heard? No. <laughs> <laughs> you heard? We heard. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, I, I did. Heard, and so did all the real eleven hundred AM listeners right, out right. there on their way home. All right, so guys, listen, it's time for senseless shenanigans, and I got something for you, especially if you live in the Metro Atlanta area. Senseless shenanigans. Shen- yes. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Completely senseless shenanigans. Okay, so there's so many stories on this. I can't even. I'm not going to pinpoint one. But at the end of the day, the senseless shenanigans for today, mm-hmm. Wednesday, uh-huh. February 9th, is these people in the streets always doing like donuts and car races all over Atlanta. It's crazy. Greg, have you heard about this? Yes. I mean, it's I mean, it could be at nine o'clock at night. And a shout out to, to Georgia followers and to, um, ATL Scoop. And I don't know if this happens in New York or anywhere else. iHeart listeners, if you're here, you know, wherever you are, if you guys want to chime in on this. And y'all can call in at 530-404-603-8770 on Real 1100 AM radio and talk about this. But it to me, this seems crazy. It's on major thoroughfares, like on Peachtree, which I know in Atlanta there's 5,000 Peachtrees, but <laughs> on the main right. Peachtree Road. I mean, on Piedmont, like in Buckhead. When Buckhead is seen as, you know, kind of the, you know, a nicer area to live in yeah. Atlanta. Um, and I mean, like, they're, they're racist. They're doing donuts in the middle of the street. I mean, they're shutting down traffic. Like, you can't even use the streets. No. Where are the cops? Like, who is governing? I haven't seen, I haven't seen that in New York. Y'all don't, okay, so that so doesn't happen in New York. Does it happen anywhere else? If you're IG, Instagram. If you're listening live, watching live, does this happen anywhere else? Greg, have you heard of this happening anywhere else in the United States? Not at this, not as like prevalent as it's been. Recently. What is going, what is wrong with Atlanta? Somebody. When did it start? Is this probably new? during COVID, probably, right? Yeah. Like there's no one outside, so. So they spin in the block? Is that what it's called, spin well, in the block? Well, in New York, we, th- th- there's another, that, 
it means something else. Not, not uh, what, of, but is it a drug reference? No, nah, no. Nah. Oh, is it, it a the drill the drill rap scene out there spinning the block? You know, you know. We're not gonna talk about that. But okay. I, but, <laughs> but when you say like donuts and all that, they in the car. That's to me. That's like really spinning the block. You're spinning around, dude. Right? And it's what's crazy to me is it it doesn't matter. It's not like two or three o'clock in the morning. Right. It's in the middle, like you know, when normal drive time, where people are. At, it shuts down thoroughfares. Wow. And to me, it's and listen. I know that I'm not like the youngest kid on it, but I mean, you're younger than me, probably. I mean, barely, like by a year, maybe or something. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds crazy to you, right? Like you can't yeah. even get through to your street because these they they will shut down all four corners. But but for why? Like, are they betting or something? What, what is it? I, Greg, do you know what wins? they're doing? What are they doing? It there doesn't seem to be any reason for like, it. If you spend maybe, it, maybe there is some kind of competition or something. The best money. spins get, get money or something. Yeah, or the most. Uh, you or know, whoever holds up traffic the longest. <laughs> right. That's okay. I mean, that's what that is what's happening. So I'm. At, I know we have a new mayor. City of Atlanta has a new mayor. Shout out to Mayor Andre Dickens, and um, and so maybe something is gonna happen and it'll get better. But I. I just don't understand why people do stuff like to me that seems senseless. It I makes just, no sense. I just got here last night. I ain't see it yet. I wanna see it now. Oh now you no. I was in Buckhead last night too. I wanna see it now. Oh Buckhead is where it's at. Yeah. I, I mean if you want that. like I mean you can get shot in Buckhead, you can get carjacked, nah, nah, nah. you can get hit by one of these donut cars. We don't have that. I'll, yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> Anything you want. It's that senseless. Yeah. It can happen in Atlanta. So anyway, I just had to make that the senseless shenanigans because I'm hoping that that goes away uh-huh. and this is something that will stop and we can get back to like business as usual. But it must be an Atlanta thing. I was at the time in New York. If they do, it's probably like real underground because it's not, it sounds like it's becoming mainstream no, out here. Mainstream. All right, so it's not mainstream in New York if it's happening like that's probably like the underground, something, you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't talking about it out there. It ain't the talk of the streets. And it, what I'm seeing from a, a story that um, happened a couple of weeks ago, Lay was driving home mm-hmm. early in the morning and she thought there was an accident. No, just people setting up to to race and wow. um, it took 20 to 30 minutes for the police to arrive so okay it's wow. not even that they're that they're like accidents or anything it's people who are just shutting off wow. those parts of the road to hmm. do whatever well we have racing in new york but like all the spinning and all that kind of stuff i i haven't seen that yeah so you would agree with me that's senseless I mean, what's the purpose? Right. <laughs> I don't, like, you're just burning out your tires. <laughs> just senseless. Greg, you would agree that's senseless? Yes. All right. So that is senseless shenanigans for today. Thank uh, anybody, you. Bro. Anybody spinning those, you know, those cars, though, I need y'all to still, you know, listen to my music on Spotify. <laughs> you know, Marco <laughs> Kell. Right, listen. Oh, it's all can love you, over here. Can you please it's close all us love, out of it's this, It's all love just over close here. Us out I still need you to listen to, you know, Late Night Vibe and Best on all those records. On, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's all love over here. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to be playing some of your music today, Ashley. So you guys got to make sure that you're listening to Real 1100 and you don't go anywhere on the breaks because that's when the real magic happens. So let's talk about your music a little sure. bit right and I know you've been referencing something you even gave us a little bit of a, a, a preview but and actually I'm gonna ask why the uh, the song I'm sorry why what about us yeah why not us why not us why not us yeah mm. talk to me about that song why you wrote it and a little bit about the story so people understand the magnitude of um of what of what this is well you know 
um, growing up as a child, I was a, you know, I'm, I'm a twin. And my, you know, all my brothers, they look like they were born in the gym. Straight up. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll talk. They look like they were born in the gym. And I was always, I'm the pudgy one. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm 6'1", and I'm the shortest. 6'1 ain't short. You said there's nine of y'all, right? I, four, four brothers. I'm, I'm the ninth and last child. Four sisters. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So all my brothers, they, they taller than me. I'm 6'1", and I'm the pudgy one. So... Not, not, no, nothing against them and whatnot, but I've always felt like, um, like I was teased in school and all sort of stuff and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So I always felt like, you know, I battled weight all my life, and I'm like, you know, like I, I had record executives in the past tell me, man, if you was just more skinnier, we'd sign you right now. And wow. I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? You know why not me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you no, know, why not us? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we gotta just. If you're not going to give me the opportunity, I'm going to go ahead and take it. Mm. So I wrote a song called Why Not Us. There's a there's a, a real strong line in it that says, fear is afraid of you too. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, a lot of times you could be your own, you, you know, your, your, your own enemy. Right. You know, because you're afraid. You know what I'm saying? You're being afraid of something. You know what I'm saying? Like, fear is afraid of you too. Fear don't want you to conquer it because if you conquer fear... Then you off you off to the races. That's right. Like who gonna stop you once you conquer fear? That's right. If you're not afraid, then who gonna stop you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, you know, songs like that, it's the, it's kind of like a reflection of myself, you know, you know, like what I've been through. And I know that there's other people going through similar situations and their own situations. So I added those situations in there too. So everybody could feel like, you know, like in the song it goes, Why not me? Why not you? And then why not us? Mm. You know what I'm saying? How's so, it how's it sound? Sing it. Um Don't you love it? I'm looking up when I see them looking down on me. Staying committed when they all choose not to believe. Cause the man in the mirror's giving me words to believe. Why not me? Oh, why not me? Yeah, so you know. Okay. So, you know, Target, big shout out to Target. They took that, you know, they licensed that, you know, for their commercials and internal use. And what I really like about what they did with it, you know, for their orientations for their new employees, they saw, they saw the message in the song. Mm. So for their new employees during their orientation classes, they play that song in their video trainings. Wow. That means a lot to me because I'm like, you know what, that's now... You get in, like, in the mental, right. the psyche with this, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I love that. So, if we're walking around Target, could mm-hmm. we literally hear that song Yeah, playing? they're playing it in turn yeah. Dang, that's so yeah. dope. That's so dope. When you first heard, I mean, have you been in Target and heard it? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> like but you, I, but I did. They did send me the uh, the, uh, the 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 visual, the training reel though that I got. You know, I did see that. When you leave here, there's a Target literally right down the street. We're going to Target at Atlantic uh-huh. Station. Okay. And we're gonna just walk around until we hear it. All right. Um, did you bring your credit card? Because I might get hungry in there, and I just need to make sure you can afford to buy me something to eat. Michelle. From the you Mich- know. Michelle. <laughs> you know what's coming, right? <laughs> me no have me that. Have that. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Now, now we got. Now we got love for you. Michelle. We got love for you. I, mean, I just you. want some we popcorn and one of those you. little we stank hot dogs. I we mean, got that's you. It. We got you. <laughs> so, all right. Speaking of what you mentioned, challenges, right? And yeah. I know you had COVID, yeah. and COVID literally almost took you down. Yeah. So I want to talk about your give back, right, mm-hmm. to the healthcare workers and all of that. But I also want to know about because you said you've had a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. So what do you? What's been 
the biggest challenge that you think you haven't quite overcome yet? Haven't quite overcome. Haven't quite overcome. Wow. And then I want you to talk to us about COVID because you overcame COVID. So that can't be your answer. Okay. A challenge that I haven't quite overcome. I think I lean on, um, this is real, some real inside information I'm going to give you right now. I tend You're welcome, to, everybody uh, listening, yeah. Real 1100 AM. <laughs> I, I tend to be really business-driven, right? And, I, and and I'm always, like, thinking, okay, what's next? I, you know, I don't look at the past because, like, okay, that's done. What's next? I got to get the what's next going. And sometimes me focusing so much on what's next, I don't take the time out to sharpen my sword. Like, I don't take the time out to rehearse enough or practice, you know, you know, you know, new songs enough or you know like the 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 the, uh, the arts i don't get i don't i don't think i uh do enough of that because i'm so focused on the business aspect because i know in this day and age you've got to be like the renaissance man you know what i'm saying so one of the things i need to improve on is time management to where i could actually get that going i mean i lean on my talent like you asked me to sing i'll sing i'll out sing people and i i don't even have to rehearse or practice for that but i need to stop doing that mm. i need to i need to make sure that you know um mayweather said something that stuck to me he says he said he's he he trains all the time so he doesn't have to prepare for anything because he's already prepared mm. stay ready so you don't have to get ready exactly so you know that's one of the things that i mean you wouldn't be able to tell well if you saw me on shows you know during a show mm -hmm. but i you know like i know from me being a professional singer if I want to go somewhere as far as a high note or whatever, I know, like, I could adjust it to where I don't have to, like, go to the extreme. And that's, to me, that's like cheating because I could go, I should be able to do whatever I want to do at all times. And I should be happy about it. You're going to be happy about it because technically you won't under, you won't hear it. I don't know I'm going really deep. No, I love it. You know, so, but you won't hear it. Like, like singers know what I'm talking about. You could sing something and people won't know what's going on because they don't understand music theory. But you know, like I could have hit that note better. I could have did that, that right. run. I could have hit that run. That run. Us, it that, sounds great, right? right? That, that, but that run is sliding now. That run wasn't popping, like you know, what I'm saying. So yeah, that's that's it. So we got some. We got the real insight, the real yeah, you deal me, here. You got me talking a lot on this show. You got me talking a lot. <laughs> Look, we got the Jamaican accent. Uh -huh. We got the Guyanese. We got you know. We got you spilling all the good, the tea. You that's see what, what we got, right? We got all the tea. You, you, oh, listen. Tea and then some. And so then some. Green tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least that's the healthiest kind of tea, right? And right. that's good. We're talking good tea, right? Not yeah, bad yeah, tea. Yeah, We're talking course, good tea. Of it's all love. So speaking of challenges, mm -hmm. because and the reason I really want to talk about this is because um obviously COVID is just such a huge buzzword right now. Everybody's talking about COVID right. in any capacity. Right. And again, this is an opportunity. For us to use something and to take something that is seen as negative, mm -hmm. that you've completely made positive. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about your challenge with COVID and then your decision to turn this into a positive situation, not just for you, mm -hmm. but for everybody that helped you overcome that challenge. Man, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because on the way here, I was just thinking like March is coming. And mm -hmm. March, that month of March is when it all started. So on March 20th of 2021... I admitted myself to the hospital because I had a fever of 103. Mind you, I had March 21st, I had a fundraiser that I put together with TJI Fridays and Microsoft and the Colon Cancer Foundation. 
And I put that together, got TJ Fridays to sponsor it. Big virtual concert, but we was doing it in person to the 21st. I couldn't go to that fundraiser that I put together because the 20th, I admitted myself into the hospital with a, a fever of 103. Wow. The, the, the doctors, when I went in, they was like, you know, we have a lot of COVID patients and we, we started, you know, taking them other places, but we're going to keep you because your kidneys are declining. Your kidney, you know, um, you know, numbers are declining. Wow. And I was like, what? No, did I, you and, feel? No, like, I, the only thing I felt was the fever. So you didn't feel like awful. You just needed, oh, I felt horrible. Oh, you did feel I, yeah, okay, I felt okay. horrible. I couldn't. I, I I could barely hold myself up. You know, I felt horrible, and I didn't know what was going on. You know, I must. I, I I've always prided myself on being strong, and I do check my primary. I'm you know like you know like black men. You know, there's a stigma like oh we don't go to the. I go to the doctor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I prided myself on that when I. And it was just, like, really breathtaking to see, you know, myself decline like that out of nowhere. And they said that your, your kidneys were concerned about you having COVID, but COVID is affecting your kidneys. Mm. And they said, if you live, if you live, you're going to be on dialysis for the rest of your oh life. So you have to get you have to get used to a, a new lifestyle. Wow. Now, mind you, my sister... One of my sisters passed away, and she was on dialysis, and mm. she passed away. So when he said that to me, it really put me in a different mind state. And, you know, I just did an interview on CBS TV at the time. So I'm in the hospital, you know, and every day they're telling me, Mark, your kidneys. Or they, sent, they, sent a, they sent a priest to my room. You know, they sent a priest wow. to my room. When they point. send the priest in, that's yeah. like. And, but you know what? But it's. What, what was like really mind wrecking? I did an interview on CBS about the same fundraiser that I was doing, and my family members and everybody's hitting me like, "Yo, Mark, we see you on TV." I didn't tell nobody that I was in the hospital. I didn't tell my family yet. I didn't say nothing to nobody. Wow. Yet. And they're like, "We see you on TV, Mark. We see you on TV." Wow. And I'm and, and my and you're head, like I'm in the hospital, friends. And I don't even know if I'm gonna make it out. Oh my god. So gosh. all I did was pray. I mean, they they took so much blood. They couldn't even find no more veins on me. You know what I'm saying? They had something to where I never seen it before. They had like this X-ray thing where they could see, they look for veins through your flesh, your, your skin, and whatnot. And you know, it was crazy. And I prayed, I prayed, I prayed, and I said, "I'm walking out. I'm walking out of this building." You know what I'm saying? And, I'm, and I said, "I'm walking out of this building." So after, you know, close to three weeks, because I was in there for close to three weeks, the, the doctors were like in shock. My, my, my kidneys started getting healthy. They was excited. Like, what? So three weeks. So what? Okay, look, we got to take a, a quick break. We're going to come back with the Ask Michelle segment. Hopefully people want to call and ask you some questions too at 404-603-8770. But hold tight because I wanted to, like that three weeks, something happened and you were your body took over and said, no, 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 we're not. We're not done here yet. So I want to know the rest of the story. So For don't sure. forget. You got it? We're putting a pin in it. Uh-huh. All right. He's like, uh-huh. I got it. Me have that. Yeah, yeah. We, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> Real 1100 AM over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. We got Mark McLaughlin in the house. Mark MK McLaughlin. Ah. You see what I did there, right? All three names. All three names. I like Guys, that, like do that. not touch any single dial. Don't touch your screen. We're going to be right back. And let's finish the story. Michelle. 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 Take this. 
What's up, guys? We are back. Real oh, 1100 AM. <laughs> Mark, our guest in the studio today, is actually talking to his uh, his Instagram yeah. crew. We didn't realize we were back. Oh, we were back live on air. It's Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to all the iHeart listeners today. We got mad love for you guys all around the world. And guess what, guys? It is... Uh. 5.30, that means you can actually call in to the station. You can ask Michelle, you can ask Mark, 404-603-8770. For those of you guys who are just coming online with us, we've got Mark M.K. McLaughlin, Mark hey. M.K., Mark Mr. What's McLaughlin. What's we up? got all all of his personalities Michelle, are here. Michelle, I, I have sound for this segment. Uh-oh. Okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> it's the Ask Michelle segment on Real 1100 AM Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. I got. Can you give yourself some applause? That's just for you, Greg, for being an amazing. Yeah, that's Greg. Hey. That's all you, Greg. Big shout out to Greg. Big shout out to Greg. He's an amazing producer. He. I don't ask him to do any of this stuff. And he just does it. He's amazing. And you know, you said this earlier. Mm-hmm. When you're the smartest person in the room, you leave the room. It's time to leave the room. And one That's of the right. things I do well, I only do about three things well. Uh-huh. But one of the things I do do well, oh, I said do-do, get it? <laughs> <laughs> Gross, Michelle, is um, I surround myself with people better and smarter than mm-hmm. me. So I do my three things well. And everybody that does the a million other amazing things they do, I surround myself with them. And Greg happens to be one of those people, so I'm glad that he is absolutely on the team. Oh, he's smiling again oh. and kind of. Time for me to leave the room. What does your shirt say? BND. Uh, BLVD. Boulevard. Oh, Boulevard. Uh, Boulevard okay. Supply. All right, that's what's up. Is that one of your companies? No. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Are they giving you any money? No. Okay. Well, we will not say their name again. And we're back uh-huh. to over the top I'll with leave it out. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, what's going what's on? up, y'all? Shout out to Instagram. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody on. on Instagram? What's going on? All right. So, we, do we have a caller yet, Greg? No caller. All right. And, guys, I'll invite you to call in 404 603 8770. Instagram, Facebook, if you want to call in and talk to Mark. You can literally, this is your opportunity, guys, to talk to famous people. I give you guys these people every week. <laughs> and after the show, people are like, I was so nervous to call. I didn't know what to say. Guys, just call. I mean, what's he going to say to you? Like, nothing. Fear is scared of you, I'm too. I'm going to sing to you. That's all I'm going to do. He's going to sing. I'm going to sing to you. When you call him, I'm going to sing. That's all. There you go. That's about it. That's about right. it. Um, all right. So, finish the story. So, you were saying after three weeks, your yeah. body starts responding. What happens in that three weeks? Well. After, you know, COVID you, seemed like it was going to take you out. Man. Michelle Taylor Willis, let me tell you. Uh-oh. Um, when I was in the... Uh, hospital and they told me that um if i if i lived i'd be on dialysis for the rest of my life the only thing i did i didn't take anybody's video calls i didn't really you know want to talk to nobody it was just me and god at that moment so all i did was pray and i drank water 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 and pray that's all i did and i tell you man when uh the doctors saw that my uh my kidneys was you know getting better they took a sample from it too to just make sure that there wasn't you know anything else and whatnot you know everything came back okay the nurse brought me down to the you know to the to the to the doors to walk out that hospital and i said nope 
I'm not, I don't want you rolling me out on this wheelchair because they had me in a wheelchair. I'm like, don't stop right at the door because I said I'm walking out of this hospital. I got up off my, you know, got up on my feet and walked out. And we here today on the Michelle Taylor Willis show talking about it. Healthy. My the kidney doctors telling me that my kidneys are fine. My primary told me my kidneys and my livers are fine. I'm I just lost 130 pounds. You lost you know 130 yeah, pounds. Keto. What's up, y'all? I see y'all on Instagram. What up? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, we lost. A, I lost 130 pounds. You know, just eating right, doing. You know, taking care of my body. You know, God body. You know what I'm saying? Just taking care of myself. And we're here to talk about it. We're here in a live talking about it. Wow. So knowing the difference now, 130 pounds lighter, uh-huh. do you feel like your body would have reacted differently to COVID if you were oh this my size? Gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Because, I mean, one of the things that I, I mean, COVID, it took, it, t- it takes your oxygen away. They mm. had me on tanks. They wow. tried. They, they was gonna. T- they tried to tell me I was gonna go home with a tank. I was like, I ain't going home with no tank. I'm not doing that. We gonna work this out. Right. You know what I'm saying? That they saw me every day training, trying to walk to just get my oxygen going, and we worked it out, man. You know, I, I'm a warrior. I say that all the time. You know, a lot of people they see me, they see you know like you know a bubbly kind guy laughing, but don't get it twisted. I'm a warrior. I'm a prayer warrior too. Mm. I pray heavy. You know, so. Yeah. They better recognize you heard. Black is the new green, right? There you we go. Got there you go. <laughs> I money. love that. Yes. We money. We are money. We are right? money. Big shout out to everybody on the gram. I see y'all. I see y'all. Peace out. What's up? Guys, we got Mark MK here talking about his plight with COVID and and the difference. And I think one of the key takeaways is, guys, we, we talk about ownership a lot. But one of the things that we have to own is our health and our bodies. He lost 130 pounds. He said mm-hmm. he can... He can tell the difference. He could see the difference if he got COVID 130 pounds lighter as opposed to having that extra weight on him. And anything, our bodies, you know, are made to fight things, but right. we have to we, we got to make it easy for them for them to do it. So take care of yourselves. Take care of your body. Do all those things. And kudos to you for losing 130. I'm trying to lose like six pounds, and I'm struggling over here, friend. That, that listen, survive, <laughs> surviving COVID was the hardest thing I ever did in my life. Losing 130 pounds was the <laughs> second. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I want some pasta. I want a cheeseburger. I want everything. But you know what I'm saying? Like when you're trying to get, when you went, like, what is it? What's the saying you said? Get ready so you don't oh, have to stay be, ready. Stay so you ready so you don't have to get ready. Yeah. Right. When you're on that mode, discipline. That's what we're on, you know? That's all about discipline. Yeah. Do you think that, well, let me rephrase the question. How do you think we do with discipline? And when I say we, I mean people as a whole. People as a whole? Yeah. Because Uh. you're in an industry where training is key. Like you said, that's one of the things you're overcoming, right? Like when things come easy for you, Mm -hmm. it's harder for you to spend time to get better at it. Uh Right? We get lazy because we're like, oh, I mean, I could sing with no problem. I mean, do I do I really have to take voice lessons? Right? Do I really have to train? Do I really have to? Yeah, you're smiling. Because I got to get out of that. Right. I got to get out of that mind state. Right, right. Like, I know I'm nice. I ain't got to rehearse. But nah, we should be rehearsing. Right. You know, it's funny that you say that. Somebody told me, I can't remember who he is, but he said one of the things that I've seen um, guys in, in the military that they do, they make their bed every morning. So they wake up with that discipline of making your bed. It starts, like, they started with that, making their bed every morning. Right. That's discipline. Like, okay, make the bed. Like, it's just 
adapting to that that mind that mind state. You know what I'm saying? So And you know they say that the top leaders in the world make their beds every morning. Right. And I make my bed in, in the morning now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, ever since I heard that, like I make my, you know. I I make is a strong word. I pull the covers up. Now that's the Caribbean. Listen, <laughs> Caribbean like, said we make. All right, no, look, no, 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 no. I'm talking Willis. about that. No, no, no. I'm saying like I don't fully make the bed. Like okay, I don't. Okay. I, I, I pull the covers up and put the pillows. You know, I don't always make it perfectly. Do you make your bed perfectly every morning? I, I cheat sometimes. You know, the yeah, okay. the, other, the, uh, the comfort or the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Go to cover that cheat. You know, go to cover the top. I make my kids that make their beds every morning. I'm like, make your bed. My mom used to say that all the. Make your bed. I'm like, why? I'm gonna. You realize I'm gonna get back in the bed, lady. Right, at the right, end of right. the day, right? right. Like, what, what? That's wasted energy. Mm-hmm. But no, you're right. I mean, even like I said, even if I can't make it fully, mm-hmm. um, I at least, you know, I mean, I pull the covers up, put it, you know, just so that the act has been executed, right? Right. So you don't feel guilty that you ain't make, make it. Your bed. Yes, right, right, especially right. when I'm telling my kids, "Hey, goofballs, make your bed." Every morning. Mm-hmm. I can't tell them to do it. Mm-hmm. And then they come up and my bed looks, you know, completely a mess, right? Exactly. That's one of the things with parents. You don't have kids, right? I do. How old are your kids? My son is 14. My my, my, my queen, Celine, she ate going on 30. Yep, that's, this is precisely why I did not want girls. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Oh, yeah? You got, you, you got kids? I have four boys. Okay. You're like my sister. My sister got four boys. She does. Yeah. Praise you just her. like my sister. Yeah, is she beautiful? I'm sure she is. Yeah, she's, she's winning gorgeous. personality. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. Gorgeous. She calls herself the English muffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she calls herself, <laughs> English muffin. She, she's from London. Because London, she, right? Yeah, she's she from said, London. Yeah, so she she's part of the London muffin. crew. She's keeping it consistent. Yep. So, so listen. Let me say this. What's up, um, M. Johnson? Motivates. Thanks for coming in, and Mr. King of Kings. I see you. Um, speaking of you overcoming COVID, yeah. Clearly, there was much more that you had to do. So you created mm-hmm. the song, you did this whole give back mm-hmm. to the healthcare workers. Yeah. That uh, and you you put them in your video. You're doing this whole thing well, around the Northwell. We start group, we, right. Yeah, well, we start I I have a new partnership formed with Northwell Hospital, Pecan Bay Medical. It's called Soul Care Providers. You know, we're going to be giving, you know, families and uh, you know of, you know that experience um, you know, loss and patients that are in need of some kind of you know, and you know, some in, enlightenment, some happiness in their life. You'll you'll be hearing me sing to them. You know, other well, that'll you know, do uh, it. Yeah, other people <laughs> singing and, and whatnot. And it's called healthcare. You know, soul care providers. And uh, the song I have, "Why Not Us," is my nod to all the healthcare workers that helped me and helped uh, uh, many others. You know, um, we're doing a whole big initiative. It starts in Riverhead. We have quite a few restaurants. The Chamber of Commerce is Riverhead in, is in Riverhead New York. is in, in Long Island, New Long York. Island. Yeah, okay. Riverhead, Long Island. Excuse me. So we have the Chamber of Commerce. We have quite a few companies involved and whatnot. TJ Fridays. We shout out to them. They said they they're interested as well. We're gonna do like twenty uh, percent of proceeds of people's meals going towards Northwell Hospital and and Healthcare Heroes get free meals as well. Wow. And we're gonna we plan on spreading it out. I have a couple of TV interviews coming up. I can't talk on it, but they are national interviews, so where I'll be able to talk about it and spread the word. Should I say it? Yes. Jesus Christ. ABC. We we have something coming up on ABC Woo! to talk about it and whatnot. Awesome. So yeah, so it's for the healthcare workers. I'm really looking forward to it. And some and the, the doc, some of the doctors and nurses that help me are going to feature in my music video for Why Not Us. We start shooting it next month. And it leads up to a whole big concert at the Suffolk Theater in Riverhead, New York. But right before that, 
that the, the, the Suffolk Theater concert's in June. But right before that, we have the Friars Club event, which I hope produce I was gonna, as yes, a friar. Yes, I'm really excited going. about this as well because it's just going to amplify all these initiatives. We're awarding my friend Tracy Morgan the first Jerry Lewis Award. May twenty sixth, May twenty sixth in New York at the Sigfield. We have everybody. That's anybody coming out. I mean, Eric Adams, the mayor. He already you know signed, and he's going to be there. And I, it's just like. Tracy Morgan is one of the most beautiful people I ever met. I interviewed him on CBS, on, on the Donna Drake show. You know, it airs Saturday mornings on WLNY. Um, and he's one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. Mm. And it's just such an honor to actually help make this happen and honor him. And I'm singing and performing for him that night, too. Wow. Okay, you know? so wait, let me go. I I'm go singing back Sinatra that night. What? Yeah. Fly me to the, the moon. moon. Let me play amongst the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. My son can play piano, so he plays Funny oh, to the plays Moon that? on piano. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. I just sang it on Monday at the Friars Club. Okay, so I want to talk about the Friars Club. Uh-huh. Let's talk, okay, so, okay, back up. Watch. There's a reason you were left on this earth, and you are just getting started. Yes. I you hadn't even scratch, you hadn't even, hadn't even scratched the surface. That. Yeah. Okay, so explain to people for that don't know. What the Friars Club is? Uh-huh. Why it's such a big deal that you? Because in June you were inducted, right over the summer. Yes, I was. They inducted. They, I got inducted on my birthday. What? Oh my gosh! Yeah, they saved. They saved it for me on my birthday. Look, that's. Yeah. Did they do that on purpose or did they? They did it on purpose. They yeah. did. Okay, yeah, they yeah, saved yeah, it for yeah, you for yeah, real. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you get inducted to the Friars Club. Tell us what the Friars Club is and why it's such a big deal that you got inducted. The, fr- the Friars Club is a. It's a. Secret Society, OEX is trust. Now let's. <laughs> that's what Jay Z. But um, the Friars Club is a it's a it's an entertainment club, um, for inter, you know entertainers from all walks of life. Now, back then there was another d- narrative that people said there was, but now there's new ownership. There's a new um, structure to it. There's there's a new beautiful crowd. Before it was just like you had to. They had before in the past. There was like I guess certain ways of getting in that not everybody could get in but now it's they're being more diverse which is a beautiful thing they're, they're, they've always been a beautiful place but it was harder to get in but now people like me who I don't I don't have a number one on billboard yet yet yes. but I'm in but I'm in it because they see what I'm doing as far as the community works is that one of the was that one of the requirements yeah, definitely. you had, yeah, to have well, a one, well, had to have a number one on billboard well, no, it's not, they don't. It's not like a, a set of rules like that. But when when you hear about past fries, I mean, you 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 you're hearing about you know the Frank Sinatra's, Sammy Davis, or right. you're hearing you're hearing uh, Jerry Seinfeld, or you know or some you know, Scorsese, the movie the movie director. But you know, like there's people that may not have all those accolades, but that doesn't mean that they're not doing great things as well. I'm the definition of that. Mm. You know, all the works I've done with the Colon Cancer Foundation, being an ambassador, getting people to sign up for screenings, holding concerts, donating my time for free. And I got paid for it. But still, I've been one in the streets. I've been, you know, boots to the ground, you know, like, uh, you know, helping the community, feeding the community. I mean, like me and TJ Fridays, we was feeding hungry people during the pandemic, giving out free meals on radio. So the Friars, they saw what I was doing. And it was like, yeah, he, he probably don't have a number one record on Billboard yet. Yet. But... He's making an impact. So I'm very happy to be part of the family, the part of the club, because they're now with the new Friars, they're they're acknowledging people that make that are making impacts. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to have a number one record to make an impact. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. they're doing that now and it's just a privilege, it's an honor. 
you know, big shout out to everybody there. I don't want to call no names because I don't want to leave nobody out. Right. But I, I swear, man, I, I, I represent the fries with respect and integrity. And if you don't know, Google it. Because at the end of the day, like I said, the minute I'm the smartest person in the room, leaving I'm leaving the room. The room. And at the fries, I, I'm learning every day. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so you get inducted in. And then how mm. do you end up producing this event now that's happening on May the 26th? Well, you know, um, I interviewed um, Tracy Mark on a CBS, like I mentioned, yep. and I wanted to do something special with him. And I brought it to the Friars and I said, hey, you know, let's do something at the Friars. And like, oh, well, let's take it to the next level. We'll have it as a Friars event, but let's take it to the Zigfield. The Zigfield is one of the most monumental, you know, ballrooms in New York. Mm. So they just took it to the stratosphere. You know, so you don't know who's going to be in the building that night. Right. Tracy Morgan got a lot of friends. Yeah, he does. He and got he's a being, lot of friends. So he's literally being honored. He's being honored. Yep. And he's getting the Jerry Lewis. The, the first, he's the recipient of the first Jerry Lewis Award. And Jerry Lewis happens to be his favorite comedian. Yes. And he, you know what? Now that you say that, he reminds me of, because Jerry Lewis kind of had like that Goofy, kind of crazy, funny. I like to say I like to say they make they make their 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 face their face is full of laughter. Their face is full of laughter, full of of laughter, laughter. and love too, though, man. Because like again, like I said, like Tracy's one of the most amazing humans human beings. For him to face all the adversity he's he's faced and still make people laugh, laugh, you know, my I I put in a quote for the press release that's about to come out, and my quote was Tracy Morgan is the definition of laughs and love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's facts. And that's facts. Yeah. And so you are you going to actually be presenting him with the award? I don't know if I'll be presenting him with the award because he has best friends like Spike Lee. Yeah, and no. also, <laughs> but I'm definitely singing for him. You're singing. I'm singing for and him that night. Yeah, yeah. And I'm one, of the, yeah, I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm one of the board members of the event. I'll be sitting with the board members and everything. So, yeah. That's you know crazy. Now, but, when I'm there, am I sitting next to you or am I just like at one of the you'll front You'll be next tables? to me because you're going to be with press. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be there with Kevin Press with me. So, you'll be next to me. You okay. already know. I got okay. you, Michelle. Exactly. I just didn't know where I was. I didn't know if I was going to be like, all the way in the back of the or like you know kind of march towards no no we don't do our people's (laughs) like that we don't do our people's like that we take care of our people because you know flight's been booked friends we take care of our people flight's been booked we take care of our people absolutely absolutely all right so so that event is oh my gosh do we have a special guest coming coming in in the studio what who's Who's popping up who's popping up it's oh Peter Pat, what's Ooh. going on, oh girl? He does put for all of our listeners, real 1100 AM listeners out there, Man, and iHeart, everybody that can't see us on Instagram. Pitter, I call her Pitter Pat. Pitter Pat, right. Pitter Pat. is one of Atlanta's most well-known photographers. This girl Man, has people. shot everybody for Atlanta Magazine, Jezebel, Modern Luxury. Um, I mean, she shot me and my family. I'm so like foo. on the very Sofu. You were on one of our first covers all the way back in 2016. You shot. Remember mm-hmm. that wine? Mm-hmm. That wine edition yeah. we did? Uh, and the food, the food and wine issue. Yeah. I mean, Pitter is literally, she is legendary. You shot Rob Pitts, one of our commissioners. Yeah. Um, the Vernon chair of the Jones, form, Vernon and Joe. I mean, Montel Jordan. Every, every, everybody. Yeah. And she, I call her Pitter Pat. Well, her name is Pitter. But she's about as big as my right toe. And I do have a big right toe. He's sitting down. And I'm right. 
Wait a minute. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting down. Like, and he's oh. taller than me sitting down. I have high heels on. There exactly. You go. Exactly. That's crazy. So I'm so glad you're in. And, and let me tell you guys why this is awesome on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Before we go to break, Pitter is the reason that Mark is sitting here. And Pitter, I want to thank you. I'm glad. I'm actually glad you're here. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm glad you're here because. People need to understand, you said this when we first opened the show, Mark, Mm -hmm. relationships matter. Uh They really do. And you got to take care of the people who take care of you. And Pitter is incredibly intentional about making sure that the people that I need to know, I'm connected to. She, whenever she can... She makes sure I am in the room. And I'm awful on text. I'm so bad. I get a th- literally, I feel like I get a thousand text messages a day and I just can't keep up. But she's relentless. I might she's me. relentless for her clients and for the people in our network that she loves and cares for. So thank you so much. There have been so many people that Pitter's been like, you got to know this person. You got to know this person. And I would assume she's probably saying that to them. You got to know Michelle. You got to know <laughs> Michelle. Michelle. And sooner or later, we we end up connecting, right? So thank you so much, Pitter. Oh, girl, I love you so much. She's, Michelle is such an icon in this community. Come closer to the mic for me, babe. Michelle when you're talking great icon. about me, I need you I all the way I in know, the mic. you need me all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's live with Michelle with Taylor. What's going on? People, oh my goodness, if you are not listening to her and you have not shared with her, uh, people um, about her, she's amazing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm here today. I'm saying it because it's the truth. She's amazing. She works hard. She digs deep. And um, she's the real thing. She's top shelf. And um, she sets the bar high. And I, I value our friendship. And the connections I make with her are real. And I'm very excited to be stopping by to say hello, Atlanta. Y'all need to get pitterized. You Mark do need today. Oh, I got pitterized today. Oh, she killed it. Oh, I know she listen, did. We, I know she oh got 13,000 pictures. Oh, <laughs> um, Pitter take. Listen, we're not even, we're going to roll through our break. We're supposed to take a break. We're just going to roll through and close the show in a couple minutes. But Pitter takes 15,000 pictures. And then let me tell you, she just like, shoot, shoot, go there. Oh, look at, oh, fake laugh. Ah, oh, look this way. Look that way. Look down. Look up. Open your shirt. Close your shirt. Put your butt down. Put your butt back. Put your, and then she's like, all right, we're done. And 13,000 pictures later. That's exactly what happened today. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened today. Ask for the, how many pictures? You said, what, 1,200? How many pictures? 1,100. 1,100 pictures. 1,100 pictures today. But you have an, an uh, you know, uh, an arsenal full of pictures yeah. now because oh if he gosh. needs to do this, if he yep. needs to have their, he doesn't have to worry anymore. He has all of them across the board and he's done now. I'm yep. officially pitterized. You are officially pitterized. Pitterized, that's right. And we are so excited. And listen, I, I, we got to close the show. Um, Mark, you have been amazing. And there's nothing like actually when I, I I love being able to sit and talk to people. I don't even call it interviewing. I like to just sit and talk to people because I get so much more than what the words are on the paper. Mm-hmm. And I know that our listeners, our Real 1100 AM listeners, our uh, Facebook, Instagram livers, a team replay. Shout out to team replay. Everybody's going to hear this later. Um, you know, iHeartRadio. People get to hear and feel the emotion that people like you give us when you come in the studio. And that's how people, that's how you gain supporters, Mm. right? That's how you gain supporters because people can hear that you are for them. Right. They can hear that you're for them and then they see it, you know. One thing is to say it, the other thing is to actually execute upon it. And you execute. 
I mean, you go you go after it, you get after it. It's been a pleasure learning your story. And like I said, I, I don't think you've scratched the surface for what you're going to do. Don't you cry on me. No, I'm good. Uh, you, I'm, <laughs> good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm fighting it back. I'm fighting I'm fighting it back. Well, I'm if you do, back. could you just say Michelle Taylor Willis is the next Mich- Oprah? Michelle the, Taylor I'm just, Willis is I'm just it's, saying. It's the next media maven. <laughs> she is a media maven. She is and she's a conglomerate and all that. And you know, like I like I I, I, I told her off air, doing this interview, I just felt like I was having a conversation at home. You're great. This is greatness. Thank and thank you. you. Thank you for the opportunity. No, thank you for coming. And if you want me to just, you know, I don't know, hop on stage with you while you're talking to Tracy Morgan, I'm more than willing to do it. I don't know if Listen, I have time, but if you feel gonna, like that needs to happen. We're going to party that night. We're all going to party that night. We're going to celebrate that night. We're going to celebrate that night. You know, we're gonna, you don't know what's going to happen that night. I don't so know we, what's going to happen, gonna but I will be night. in the building. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. I can tell you. You heard? Listen, you heard? <laughs> All right, listen, tell people what's coming up from you. How can they download your music, hear uh, you, see you, all well, that stuff? Well, you heard Besso. You heard um, Late Night Vibe. You know, I got other songs on Spotify. Just look up Official Mark MK. Official Mark MK. That's everything. Social media, streaming, Google Official Mark MK. It's as easy as that. What's coming up next? We got the video for Why Not Us. I'm singing at the. I'm singing the, uh, for the New York Mets again. Listen, this is funny. I sang for the New York Mets last last summer, and we beat Atlanta. We beat the Atlanta Braves. Okay, that's right. not. We beat the Atlanta Braves. You was there, Peter. You flew at the top, no. and we was on the news. We was on. It was televised. I'm okay, sorry, Atlanta. Okay, who? No, no. You have to be sorry, sorry, Atlanta, because we because who won the World Series? You can have your little baby oh, wow. baby moment. You know, that's big facts. Go ahead, take your little baby moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, got, we, not, we won the we're World Series, friends. Night, Georgia Island Review. Georgia Island, that's right. Georgia Hollywood Review. Our show's tomorrow night. Big shout out to Georgia Hollywood Review. We're at Studio, what's, what's the studio? Studio again? 158, 158? Is, it? is that right? I think so. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. Just Google Georgia Hollywood Review. I'm performing there tomorrow for them, 6.30 on Krong Street. Krog. Krog, K-R-O-G, Krog yep, Street. Yep. Georgia. Holly, big shout out to Miles. Big shout out to Pitta for making this happen. You know, big shout out to everybody from Georgia Hollywood Review. And look out for my new single. Look out, you know, you know, Why Not Us coming out soon. I'll be on TV again singing the National Anthem for the Mets, you know, July 2nd. You know, you know, hopefully, hopefully we don't play y'all guys again. But I think So you can get beat down. <laughs> yeah, you hope you don't. Big shout out to everybody that, you know, that, that showed love. All my fellow fries, all, you know, everybody that's showing love. Big shout out to everybody on Instagram. I see everybody up there. You know what I'm saying? And all love. Awesome. I love it. Well, like I said, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the invitations. Thank you for making me part of your family. I love it and I appreciate it. And thank you, Real 1100 AM listeners, for letting me take you home safely once again. Together. I'm supposed to get the words to that. Every week I say I'm going to get the words and sing it, and I never do. But I never get the words. But listen, every week we bring you over-the-top people. Like, it's what we do. People are like, why'd you name the show Over the Top? Because I'm a little tiny bit over the top. But the people we bring you are over the top so that you can be inspired and, and educated and empowered so that you, too, can be over the top. It's a good thing. And you should be right here with me every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can find me at Michelle Taylor Willis on just about everything. 
Tune in to According to Michelle TV. Our final show airs next Wednesday night, and we are on hiatus. We'll be gearing up for season five. But right now, you can find me off of this station because I am out. You've been over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.